Welcome to Remedii, the podcast. I'm Dr. Angela Young, and this is your weekly dose of diversity, equity, and inclusion, where we flip the script and double down on bias. Join our safe space as we listen to hear, challenge beliefs, question to understand, and grow together. Listen weekly for the pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. Welcome back. Last episode, we talked about the amazing wins for the deaf community at the Oscars. This time, though, I'm not so sure who wins. Today, we're going to talk about the slap. It almost deserves capital letters because it opened up the need for so many conversations. In case you missed it, Will Smith, an actor, went on stage and slapped Chris Rock, a comedian, after he made a joke about Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and how she could be the star of G.I. Jane 2 as a result of her shaved head. To be clear, Jada did not choose to shave her head. She has a condition called alopecia, which is a hair loss condition. Let's talk about what that means for a moment. The National Organization for Rare Disease reports that alopecia areata is a disorder characterized by hair loss that can range from a few bare patches on the scalp to more extensive hair loss. The cause is unknown, but this is actually thought to be an autoimmune disorder. An autoimmune disorder is when the body's own defense system accidentally attacks parts of the body, in this case hair follicles, which then limit the follicle's ability to grow. The only symptom of alopecia is sudden and unpredictable hair loss. Interestingly, most people who suffer from alopecia only experience hair loss on their head and face, but it can affect the entire body at times. The first sign of alopecia is bald patches that suddenly appear on the scalp. Jada has talked openly about her struggle and shown her bald patches on camera before. It is something that she has been very vulnerable about. Jada tries to raise awareness about alopecia. It is a condition that is especially difficult for women because of the strict standards of beauty that our society as a whole expects women to uphold. As Jada has reported, in the black community, the standards for beauty are even more strict. Expressing herself through hairstyles is a cultural norm that she is no longer able to participate in. In some ways, the effects have been devastating. However, she's taken this opportunity as a way to champion for other alopecia sufferers and to raise awareness. Jada Pinkett Smith has shown us across her career what a force she is. However, on Oscar night, her husband was the one with the force as he applied his hand across Chris Rock's face after the comment that he made about Jada. Although the sound immediately cut out, Reports indicate that Will Smith then screamed at the top of his lungs, Keep my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth. In the diversity and inclusion space, it's really important for everyone to feel like they have a voice. So in this case, was Jada's voice silenced? 
Since the incident, Will Smith has apologized, and Jada released a single line in which she talked about this being a season for healing. But let's get back to my other question. When someone in an underrepresented community is maligned, who has the right to speak? True diversity and inclusion initiatives mean that people in all communities deserve to be heard. Did Will Smith take the microphone away from Jada by speaking for her? Or should he have let her use her own words in order to handle the incident? Let's face it, everybody, we already know that Jada Pinkett Smith is a strong woman. She has never shied away from tackling hard topics in her career, such as her open marriage to Will, but that's a topic for another podcast. Why wasn't Jada allowed the opportunity to speak if she chose to do so? I mean, the comment was made about her, right? She was the one who was disrespected. She was the one who was marginalized and created into a joke. But her husband felt the need to speak for her. NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar expressed his own feelings on the matter in a blog post. If you haven't caught that yet, it's totally worth the read, and I really recommend it. He argued that Smith's actions were a blow to men, women, the entertainment industry, and the black community. I would like to take this a step further and ask, was it a blow to the rare disease community as well? How many times have marginalized humans had people speak for them or even worse, over them. Kareem continued that by hitting Chris Rock, Will Smith announced that his wife was incapable of defending herself. Against words. He made sure to emphasize that his wife was then incapable of defending herself against words. He also argued that women do not need men to defend them, and that this is the same justification currently being proclaimed by those passing laws to restrict abortion and to restrict the LGBTQ plus community. For his part, Will Smith did apologize. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive, he said in his apology. A joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Hold up a second. There's a lot of me and I in that statement. So I'd like to respectfully ask you, the listener, to always remember that it's okay to stand up and advocate for someone, but it's not okay to talk over them, to silence them. Will Smith's advocacy for his wife should support her, not suffocate her. And of course, this is my own opinion. I do not know how Jada Pinkett Smith feels about the way her husband handled the situation. But now it's time for a hard question. When you advocate, are you supporting or are you actually hindering the inclusive efforts of those in marginalized communities? As advocates, of course we always should have the best of intentions. And for the most part, great advocates do have the best of intentions. 
It's always important to speak out against injustice. But who deserves to speak for the injustice they experience? And can members who are not a part of that community speak for the injustices against that community? Do they have that right? Do I have the right as an advocate to not only speak for my marginalized communities, but to advocate for all marginalized communities? In the next episode, we're going to talk more about advocacy and how you can take steps in your community and your organization to advocate for the rights of all humans. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with your friends. If you have any questions or would like to follow my projects, please join me on TikTok and LinkedIn. I'm excited to hear from you. 